Welcome to the Wise Men Say podcast. We didn't think there would be a preview pod this week, but the lads have gone and sorted out a game. It's like Sunday League when you've got a pitch and you're just tweeting or Facebooking around all the other teams in the division, desperately trying to get a game on. And Lee Johnson's boys have managed it. I'm Roy Fallow, joined as ever on a Thursday by Matthew Keelan. Hello. How are we? We're very good. We're very cold though, aren't we, Matthew? I know we always talk about being cold on both podcasts that we feature on but it's very cold at the minute isn't it yeah, too it's, cold it's freezing it's um it's treacherous going to the office on a morning like leaving the house <laughs> more reasons than one uh, well yeah um, it's not not only is there a pandemic uh, going on but it's also very slippery on foot <laughs> which is worse it's not for worker, us to say you know. <laughs> yeah we'll all clap for Are you, you next Thursday better? oh wait isn't that, is <laughs> that worry, the night is it the night or is it next week I don't know. But it's oh, a Thursday, yeah. isn't it? It's a Thursday. Good point, Craig. Um, we're also joined by Craig Clark. Um, but making a good point, we might have to pause the, the recording of the podcast to um, applaud for carers at what, some point. What right? time is that supposed to be? I think we've got... Unless this is a marathon pod, we should be all right. Isn't it going to be like 8pm or something? Oh, right. Well, we've got oh, two hours right, and 15 fine. minutes then before we... Uh... <laughs> yeah, we're not um, we're not Joe Rogan, so don't worry about that. Um, sorry, Craig, <laughs> to inform you about that. that well, we could, we, we could be. We could try and do it. I mean, could we think of things to talk about for nearly three hours? I mean, I'd love to be Joe Rogan purely for the fact that I'd love some of that sweet, sweet Spotify dollar that he's Likewise, yeah. Yeah, that would be great. Um, we're also joined, sipping a <laughs> bottle of Amstel there, I can see, by Mr. Sunland himself, Mickey Loff. Mickey, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I mean, it's that cold right now. Even I've taken to wearing, like, jumpers and coats and hats outside, so that does tell you something. <laughs> you You're not now, though, are you? you got a T-shirt on there. Well, I'm in the house, Craig. Yeah, but, like, it's still cold, mate. Well, I know that, but, like, I am in town at the minute, but we have discovered central heating in the past ten years. <laughs> wow, <laughs> oh, Sorry. I thought you were still gathering a firewood up there. Sorry, mate. <laughs> to be fair, though, Mick, you meant uh, you are fond of a hat. I think I've seen you wearing a hat and a t-shirt, but no coat before. Is that a fair accusation on a cold day? Um, I'm sure, I've that, witnessed that, this. That sounds too hipsterish for me. Um, I don't. Maybe. No, I like it. I like it. If you haven't done it, you should start doing it. You should start yeah. doing it, and you look like one of them pencils with a rubber on the end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what Pencil you do it, get one of those like proper hipster Bit? hats, like out of the life aquatic that don't even go over your ears. Right, oh, so like yes. so actually, it's not even functional. But you don't need it anyway because you're wearing short sleeves, so because yeah. you your nails. Because so. <laughs> you are very hard. Um, speaking of hard, going to be hard to think of things to talk about tonight. To be honest, lads, aside from previewing the game, because um, not a lot as been going on really in the world of Sunderland we're still mm. waiting for the official confirmation of the takeover since the you know the T's are still being crossed and the I's are still being dotted I don't know does anyone think that we should maybe go and storm the stadium of light force oh, our God. way in rather than you know rather than rather than um, trying to keep a Donald in though we're going to try and get a Donald out of course but well, that would be that would be something to do at the minute wouldn't it it'd be a waste of time storming the stadium of light if you want Donald out you'd have to go to Oxford wouldn't you Oh, really? yeah. Storm, I was storm that, brittle insurance. Yeah, get storm brittle insurance. So that would be something. Bridal, brittle. What is it? I don't know. Brittle, bridal. Who cares? Just Could a man any. insurance. But anyway, I don't think we should storm any buildings, and certainly not after last night's scenes. I mean, 
Is it, is it too soon to be making these jokes, Rory? I don't know. Nah, like, it already reached the meme stage last night. <laughs> I, I when know, you, it, did. When it, it reached meme stage while it was happening. So <laughs> quickly. Well, when that picture of the man stealing the um, yeah. the, the lectern, the podium thing, as soon as that tweeted out, because objectively, especially because of the facial expression he was following, oh, I know. You can't not <laughs> laugh at the absurdity of that. So that accelerated the meme stage of that oh, last yeah. night, didn't it? It was, it, I mean, like, it was, it was real-time memeing. It was, it, <laughs> Real it was incredible. Some pe- Capital people, building memeing. Just incredible stuff, really. Uh, if you were breaking into the stadium of light, then, actually, what <laughs> would be the thing that you would go for to steal first? Actually, there's a good question for everyone early on. I'd take some of the pints that have probably been sat there from half-time from the Gillingham game back in. <laughs> oh, would, <laughs> would they not be minging now, though, if they're still oh, in the pump? Nostalgia. Be like when people, <laughs> like, people have got them old Roka Roll bottles of beer from 1997 from Vogue. Oh, my dad's, <laughs> yes. my dad's got them. We've got Scorpion <laughs> yes, and Yeah, yeah. Definitely a dark thing to do, isn't it? I've got yeah, a flat pint of Fill them with water from, uh, as well. Fill them with water because you've drank it because you're a proper bloke. Yeah. But then, like, <laughs> so it looks authentic. Yeah. Like, so it's got something in it. Yeah. So Reattach the cap that What's was that carefully removed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Craig, what about you? Would you, have, you, would you uh, have your eye on anything? There's some I good would, stuff in the main entrance, to be fair, isn't there? Well, if you were really trying to eject... Uh, owners, you'd probably go to Black Cat House, wouldn't you? Or like, I mean, obviously, like you say, Mickey, yeah. you, you wouldn't because they wouldn't be there. But I mean, what's in there? It's just an office. I would steal loads of tickets you couldn't use. <laughs> could do. No, but then what, what you, you gonna... do is steal the tickets in the printer, and then you could print them when you are allowed back in the stadium. You'd need there to steal a computer though with the software on them, wouldn't you? But I'll take the lot. The whole take infrastructure, the, the mainframe. Stop printing counterfeit tickets. I've got a business plan. I've got a business plan. It's a better one than the owners had when they bought the football team. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they got the club for a steal, you could say, you know. Tried to. But yeah, let's let's not get into that. Anyway, this is ridiculous. Mickey. Yeah, Mickey, you're like, you're the history buff among us when it comes to Sunderland Football Club. I'm sure you know something that you would have your eye on there that if you could have. I'll be very on brand here, but it's also not on brand because it wouldn't be entirely Forest history but you know that massive painting we've got from that game against Villa in like the 1890s oh, yeah. that's what reception. I was thinking yeah I would just I would take that but purely for its monetary value when that'd sell it to somebody and make a, bit, a lot of money bit, yeah straight on eBay do you want to know Mick, practical, do you want to know a though. fact about that do you want to know a fact about that photo Michael go on Matthew it's massive did you wait there did you just call it a photo <laughs> hey whatever I know in, drawing <laughs> in crayon <laughs> I'm just taking Victorian <laughs> photos, darling. <laughs> well, no, you could... Wait, well... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Same thing. What was, what was the fact about uh, it, sorry? It's massive. Uh, it is massive. That's well, that's really why I was saying it's not very practical. Yeah, it's not very practical still. You need a few just men to help you out with that, and probably you a will. lorry, not you even a van. You need a truck, a van, yeah. Yeah, just a van. absolutely. What? Just a van. <laughs> Rent us from Just a Van Limited. Um, yeah, not not the most practical. What about Bob Stokewell's tracksuit? Is that not there? You'd have that. You'd oh, wear the statue. It. You could funny. take the statue. <laughs> you could do that. Well, would be like taking the lecture, actually. Yeah. I, mean, you don't need, yeah, I was going to say, you don't need to break in. The statue's outside, Matthew. <laughs> well. Well, we know what Matthew Keelan's doing tonight. <laughs> when you wake up to the new look north tomorrow morning, we see this Bob Stokewell statue, the feet are the only thing still there. You're going replace, <laughs> to replace it with a statue, statue of a former journalist. <laughs> oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say a statue of Joe Royal, actually. Well, not yet. Uh, 
Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, not yet. You've got to got to wait yeah. for him to. I was going to say you got to wait for him to die, as if I was one oh, that no. happened. But that's but that's when it's more appropriate to put up a statue if someone is yeah. usually yeah when they're no, long, when they're no sort of longer often, with us. You don't get do you? You don't really unless you're a di- like a dictator or whatever, and you get loads <laughs> of them put up. Well, she has got one. That's true. Well, you know, speaking of, I don't oh, yeah, really make true. a dictator angle on that at all, can I? He's the just dip. a man on the telly. The Bobby Robson one at Ipswich was there before he died. Oh, right. Right. He's dead now, but right. I mean, it was there before before he died. Yeah. Um, all right, maybe it is, maybe it isn't such a thing. Yeah, so you maybe, can yeah, get one of Joe fair. Royal up then. Ronaldo's got one as well in Madeira. Oh, yeah, oh, really, yeah the really, really funny one. Yeah. yeah. Well, just... Actually, uh, Arsenal as well. There's ones of like Henri sliding on his yeah. knees. So that was. Debunk that one really quickly, haven't Great we? Great conversation. This. I feel, really, yeah, 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 was I feel like I'm making my debut on the From the Terraces pod here. <laughs> yeah, this has gone very From the Terraces. Um, subscribe to that if you want more of this. Um, you just know, do that now instead and save us some time. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'll just, just sack this off and do a special episode of From the Terraces. Um, January transfer window is open. Yeah. Here's some serious football chat. Um, only been linked with one player really so far, and that is Kevin Nisbet of Hibs, who is only only just went there in the summer. Uh, Mickey, you are a Scottish football correspondent. I'm going to nominate <laughs> you that. You know, you like watching watching the boys in green now and again, and Hibs playing green as well. So, do you know anything about Kevin Nisbet apart from the fact that he's a striker and he? only recently joined Hibs any any insight on that I'm going to put you right on the spot no insight I mean the only <laughs> the, the only um, okay, experience of, the only experience I've ever had from Hibs was nearly being attacked after a pre-season friendly there yeah, about 10 years ago yeah. great day of that but Horrible, um, wasn't it? I, Ming and nil-nil draw as well um, but anyway, um, I've, but look at that. Like, he's got <laughs> but anyway, for that, anyway. You there. talk more about the fact that what what, what happened to you nearly getting well, just, was horrible. Just, just to me, the fact I was a Sunderland supporter walking out of the game back towards the buses. Uh, yeah. We just got There's like blood, blood in the streets, wasn't uh, there? Like running down the down the the roads and that. In the it was pissing down my vein, and it was just like literally was rivers of blood. <laughs> like I'm not kidding. There Did was anything like anything in particular happen to like for everything anything to kick off or well. There was a there was a thing going round on ready to go before the game, which was that they were going to get revenge for some incident at some other friendly at Roker in like the nineties or whenever it was. I can't remember, but most people were just like, "Yeah, right, what a load of shite." Me, and my dad left the game, and we had the same experience as you. We just some bloke had arms out saying, "Welcome to fucking Edinburgh." Yeah. I don't know, can you say a cunt on this? I'm well, you've just, you just have. <laughs> and uh, and we, I just looked and just got, I just grabbed me down. I was like, how are you? We've got, like, because we got, the, I think we're, we're part in the city centre or something. And we just, just got, because it was just people glassing each other. And apparently there was these running battles going on all around Easter Road throughout. It wasn't, I don't think it was just after the game. There'd been ambushes and all sorts. So like a proper throwback to like, like uh, Danny Dyer's real football fact yes. when he does the history <laughs> lesson when he does the history lesson oh, what yes. did you witness Michael? basically um, just what you said but I mean I can't really add anything just coming out of the ground but all of a sudden it was just I, I saw the guy you mentioned there like kind of like the bloody face outside the ground yeah and, yeah. yeah it was as the commentators would say, would say scenes that we really don't want to see uh, I think I think you're trying to uh, double bluff here, Mickey. I think you're trying to cover your tracks too much. Yeah, like, I can't say it too much because you're right in the thick of it. He caused the bloodshed. <laughs> <laughs> I mistaken identity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, um, moving on from glass and people. Um, oh yeah, what we what was the question we'll about? Uh, about Rapsi Nesbitt or something? 
either Kevin Nisbet. Yeah, one thing I do like, he's six foot one, seems to have a bit of a physical presence, and his goal scoring record consistently over the last few years has been really good. So on paper, it's, it's <laughs> not, not a bad. Um, at, at Hibs, he's got a one in two records. Um, yeah. Who did who did they sign him from? Yeah, I was wondering they that. Signed him from Dunfermline, right, and he well, scored sixty nine goals in one hundred and two games. Basically, he reminds but, me a bit of Lauren Shankland, who we were linked with when um, mm. Donald and them first came in. He's got a very similar kind of CV to him. But like I say, like just on purely on mm. paper, I wouldn't be against the signing. But I'm not going to pretend I know anything about him. Well, we also you know, get... just say he's great. No, didn't I'm going also... to now write him off. Oh, <laughs> crap. <laughs> well, didn't we also get Lincoln Angeli as well again? But it looks like he's going to go to the championship, so... Well, just like well, sharing, Sheffield United, the championship just apparently, gets yeah. yeah, yeah, every club in the championship, <laughs> that'd be nice. Game Communist week, football. He just, just goes around spreading, spreading COVID, carrying it to each club <laughs> that he takes it yeah. <laughs> really sensible thing to do at the minute. But what no, about um, that man? Won't we link with another man from Forest Green? Oh, oh yeah, the oh, midfielder. yeah, another midfielder. I, I honestly don't name. know the guy's name. I but don't he's know. Like Twenty-seven. Hence, hence, what about that man from Forest Green? <laughs> <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. I'll look it up. Yeah, apparently, from what I got, I, I don't know if you know much about him, Mickey. But other than obviously, he must be a vegan because he plays for Forest Green. Uh, the only other thing I know about him was that he got described as a defensive midfielder. And oh, we need more of them. And we've got thousands of them all. Well, apparently, so, apparently yeah. Dobson might have been told he can leave and Walsall won. Yeah, well, him that's yes. like literally just par. It's like you've gone from having however many midfielders to having the same number of midfielders because he's just the not man. in the yeah. plans, is he, at all? Uh, Carl Winchester is the name of the just a man from Forest Green. It's interesting though, isn't it? Because even (laughs) though our squad is, when you look at the numbers, there is quite a bit of depth there. But you look at the striker situation, and yeah, fair enough, Charlie White's doing all right, but he's not going to do it all. He's not going to do it all on his own this season because we know what he's like. Mm. And, And you know, that's not a take away anything he's done this season. The options behind him are Grig. Who, for all we want him, we all wanted to work out for him. Well, it isn't, and now he's injured. Out, really injured. He could yeah. be out for anywhere between three months and three centuries. So, well, I'll yeah. add to the two years he's already been out for. <laughs> <laughs> but then behind that, we've got Graham, who's been terrible, <laughs> Aidan O'Brien, who's been terrible. So yeah. it kind of reminds me a bit of the January window we had under Allardyce where he mm. came and got rid of players who you weren't necessarily expecting to leave, like Quates went in that January window, Stephen Fletcher went at the end of that window. I think they were only loan deals, but, you know, you take my point. And then we brought in improvements, like, you know, Wabi Kazri came in, Lamine Corne came in, etc. Damon Doyle. Hey, Damon Doyle did a job. That game against Man United, he was fantastic. Never forget that. Legend on the wing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, playing. It's was six foot five or something. Just get Gangling. him on the wing. No, get him. Get back. him on the wing. Yeah, get, yeah, I'd get him back. I'd get him back in a heartbeat. Don't but, know where he is now. So they, but they are the options there. But we just don't have, as we say quite often, that variety, do we? So if we can bin yeah. off the likes of Dobson, Double. the likes of Graham, so we can bring in. I don't think anyone's like- going to take Graham. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the problem, isn't it? Like, no, no one, even if Grig was fit, no one's going to take him for wages, are they? Nah. But, you know, it's Lee Johnson's and Christian Speakman's job, isn't it, to find ways of getting rid of these players? <laughs> yeah, please, get, find yeah, ways please, get, please, please, Danny just James someone Lee. take these players. 
I was watching Shameless. And getting last alternatives night. in. Reminds me of Danny Graham, Frank Gallagher. <laughs> yes. What do you mean, Ill Fives for me with Danny Graham? Yeah. Who? Yeah. But he's not yeah, even Shameless, though. So that's true. Does it have to be a shit? Is this your latest craze? No, I just watched it last night, and <laughs> the new thing is Frank Gallagher and Humberside Airport, as you'll, you know. Well, Humberside that. Airport very relevant. Well, you know, we'll keep that to the, yeah, to the, maybe the, the pod, good though. Gene. Don't worry, Matt. Humberside maybe. Airport will get its time. Don't worry. <laughs> Danny Graham <laughs> could go there and fly away somewhere else. <laughs> no, that would be nice. But no, do you, do you not do you not think that that is quite true that we do we do actually need quite a few signings, but it, yeah. it is reliant on moving players on. I think Dobson, we maybe could shift. His wages won't yeah. be high if we were willing to take, you know, let's just accept the fact that we're not going to make much on him, especially at the minute. But even if we can just loan him out, that would be something. So we can get a midfielder, the type of midfielder we've been wanting for years, I guess, with a bit of physicality and get up and down the pitch because, you know, Grant Ledbetter turned 100 today. Oh, happy birthday. Josh Scoen. Oh, yeah, yeah happy, oh, birthday, happy birthday yeah. nonetheless. But, Grant. you know, he is... A year closer to that pension, which is very much on the horizon for him. He's not mm. going to be able, you know, you can't expect him to be able to play at a decent standard every week. Scorn has been, as you know, he's had some all right performances lately, especially against Lincoln, but is fairly inconsistent. Powers struggle to get going. We need another bit, we need just a bit more impetus in there, don't we? And if someone can do that and it might take moving players on, that can only be a good thing, can't it? Yes. Well, I mean, I don't know if this Winchester's the man. A lot of these links seem like kind of lazy, don't they? He's got some previous with Johnson and it seemed a little bit like, oh, we'll connect him for that reason. It didn't It didn't seem necessarily mm. to be that substantive, but I agree with your wider point that whether it's him or someone else, they have to tick the right boxes and... I know, like, Speakman's only been here five minutes, but you'd like to think that, you know, he's got... He's he's looking at what's in the squad and he's talked to Lee Johnson about what's in the squad and that they've quickly identified the fact that we don't have a midfielder who really runs between the lines or is capable of doing it. Power can at times, but he's not really a dribbler of the ball. And obviously, at this level, you're limited by what you're going to get anyway. It's League One. Um... I think a, so. a, a big problem with our centre midfielders lacking variety to such an extent is that if they have, one of them's having a poor game, you look to the bench and you want to change it up and there's not really an option. Basically, you've just got like that player reincarnate on the bench. So it's really, yeah. diff- it's, it's really difficult to kind of influence a game. If you're winning, it's difficult to bring someone on to do a different job to save a game out. And if you're losing, it's difficult to bring a player on who's going to give you that impetus to go on and get back into the game. So I do think that we need to be really kind of careful with who we bring in this month. And you touched on Speakman there, Craig. I think why I don't think a lot of these, well, I would hope a lot of these links are a little bit speculative is because you would think he, he's come in, he's talked to talk about long-term planning and kind of like a brave new Sunderland and Lee Johnson's talked about that as well. So you'd think we'd be looking to kind of like younger players who you can develop a bit more and like who have attributes to suit the team a lot more rather than, like you pointed out, like just a man who plays like centre of defensive midfield for Forest Green. I think um, as well, the other, like the other thing to sort of think about is Luke 09 I know he's injured mm. at the moment but like he could potentially uh, it's a clean slate under Johnson isn't it and McLaughlin's done a reasonable enough job at right back so don't see why 
Una, I mean, again, Unai, we haven't really seen him play in midfield. And it, it's a big thing to say, oh, he's suddenly going to be the man who can do all this stuff. But in terms of attributes, he's got a decent touch. He has scored goals. Yeah. He can run. Uh, he can run for, like, a significant amount of time. Well, he's certainly like, in a terms different... Of, yeah, he's certainly a different He's got stamina, option. you know. Yeah, well, you look at Dobson, who was supposed to be that player, and he's had countless opportunities and been woeful. He's, where yeah. O'Nine's never had that opportunity. He's shown he can do more than a good job out of position at wing-back to the point he's played at centre-back. <laughs> Surely you've got to be thinking about, when he's fit, playing him in midfield, because he does seem, on the face of it, to have the right attributes. To fit, the player we're describing... Well, mm. who else are you going to get in League One? Who does what he seems capable of? I, think, I bet there's I, not that many around. I think this is it. If Luke Nine was doing a similar job at another club in League One and we brought him in as a centre midfielder, you'd be pleased, wouldn't you? So I think it would be. Absolutely. I think it would be quite good to see him given the chance there. And you're right about McLaughlin. I know, like in the past, we've took a Mickey out of him a little bit, but he's he's done all right this season. <laughs> and I think now we play a back four. I think he's absolutely fine. He's fine. Like as yeah. an out without full back, he's fine. As a wing back, I'm not so sure. I think you ask him to do a bit too much, but I think just purely from a defensive point of view, we're solid enough in League One. Just he's just a full. Back in the when well, you've got Sanderson as well, that, haven't you? That, yeah, he, he looks really energetic as well and strong, strong uh, as well. Yeah, so I, I don't think you need to play all nine at right back anymore. It's just look, you can and he'll do a really good job for you there. But if, to me, you're wasting a player well, who's it, actually better than most of the others. You're totally wasting them in a back in a back four. I agree. Like, I come couldn't agree more. Wing back. If we're going to play, you know, if he does play five at the back, Johnson decides he wants to do that. Then yeah, you can play him there. Because you still get the attacking element, but playing him at, at, as basically just a standard right back when you don't have total to is just a total waste of time, and it's, it's a yes. waste of a resource that could be, as you say, Craig. It, the, he is, the, he could be the player that we're looking to buy, and we he could just sat right in front of us. Well, I think yeah. he has been for some time, but yeah. it's been needs must, hasn't it? And obviously Parkinson. <clears throat> He liked to stick with kind of stuff that worked, and he wasn't going to move him, despite the flaws in the midfield. When he, mm. oh, when he did, it was to centre back. Yeah. <laughs> well, sorry. Yeah. I, I mean, God, like credit to all nine again for like being willing. Uh, not that players shouldn't ever be unwilling, but you could make yourself look a fool playing. And he used to be, an, he was an attacking midfielder who scored goals for which and he ended up centre back. I mean, Absolutely he could have looked a fool playing there, but he backed himself, and he was actually, at least in a couple of games, quite surprised. good. I've seen yeah, worse central was defensive performances than he put in. Uh, We've yeah. paid quite a lot of money for people who've put in worse central defensive performances. Absolutely, hundred percent. Right. So, striker, though, I agree. We absolutely. I mean, look, midfield, you still wouldn't mind strengthening it because the fact of the matter is, the guy <coughs> like O'Neill isn't fit at the moment. Well, um, that's what I was going to say. The fact that we're going to be waiting for O'Neill for a little bit, but I think going forward, Johnson should, as soon as Luke O'Neill is fit, well, even before. He should now be looking at his right backs being Sanderson and McLaughlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I personally would, for the reasons you you guys outlined, I would prefer Sanderson there. I think yeah. especially with Hume on the other side, it gives Hume that bit more license to fly yeah. forward. Sanderson will be quite comfortable 
dropping in as an auxiliary <sighs> centre half essentially with you know someone like Ledbetter dropping in as well like he will naturally do anyway and then you've got I know I can see your face Matthew but then what it means is <laughs> you've got McLaughlin as the super sub for the last well, 10 well, minutes yeah, to come you on. just said that to appease me that, you, you, you don't mean that maybe I have maybe I have maybe I have but, it, but you know that I think has that's a defence that is quite well a back four anyway that's quite well balanced I, I like the look of Sanderson I thought in a shit game against Northampton he was the one positive he looked yeah, yeah. he looked intelligent he looked calm like you're saying he looked strong he's not scared of a tackle as well we no, saw that not. against Rochdale like he looks quite confident for a relatively inexperienced player and you know sometimes you do have to get loan kids to to plug gaps but with him it looks you know like someone who's quite a decent player and it would be a shame not to use him and if it's going to free Luke or nine to go into mid um, into midfield when he's fully fit to use the cliche it'll be like a new sign and won't it it is and and the one thing I would say though and I totally agree with everything that you've just said do we have a problem at left back because (laughs) McFadzian is clearly not a full back and I would argue well, to the extent Hume might be the same. He might be more of a wing back than a mm. full back. And I just I just wonder if you bring in McGeady back into the fold, which we have done, and he seems to be give, being given a lot more responsibility within the squad on his return. So he's clearly going to figure heavily in the plans. I don't know about a, a left a left side of McGeady and Hume feels very um, <laughs> Lightweight, yeah, well. but that's it, why you give that balance on the other side yeah. with you know someone like Sanderson or, or McLaughlin yeah. to be put fair. Who's a, a, a much put McLaughlin left back? Why not put McLaughlin in midfield? Who knows? No, yeah, but I was that. thinking about that. I mean, Donald Love did it, so surely uh, <laughs> an international is he, player. Is he could, still a uh, I don't know. Make his I hope he's so. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look him up. What did you say, Mick? Sorry, I say I hope he's well, Donald Love. Just in I general, I thought you would yeah, have yeah, had an update absolutely. about where he. I thought you would have known. Does he still play for Shrewsbury, Michael? I don't know. Why? Oh, what? This is terrible. I'm pretty sure he is still there. Well, um, crazy. Yeah, he is, he's still he's still there. But what I found when you search for Donald Love is the second link that comes up is mm. GTA fandom.com's wiki Donald underscore uh, Love. Yeah. Yeah, Donald Love a, is a cannibal. Yeah. He's oh, a character, a character in Grand Theft Auto, isn't he? Yeah, in Apparently Vice City, so, I think yeah. he's in. Yeah, yeah. Didn't know that, like. Great. And then he ended up playing right back and, and midfield yeah. for us. Well, he's still, he's still there, 26 years old. Jesus. Uh, he's still got a whole many years ahead of him. God, he oh, was well. terrible. <laughs> we look forward was, to it. He wasn't great, was he? he uh, no, has he been no. playing? I, I mean, can't we, think of anything. I know he scored that goal against Carlisle. Goal a hilarious own goal of, for Shrewsbury against Liverpool. What is that? Yeah, yeah. That I can't think of anything sorry. positive he did for us, though. Apart from like Max Power's Instagram. <laughs> yeah. That, was, that like, was great. That was one. Of, I, I, it was a sad day when Max was clearly <laughs> shut down <laughs> by the club. Clearly told. Yeah. And like, it was like, this is the best thing about being in League One is he's fun. Yeah. yeah, and so are some of the others and then they weren't allowed to be fun anymore and then League One fast became not very fun either <laughs> there's a, there's, yeah there's a bit of a correlation isn't there like the less fun Max went on Instagram it like kind of went with our form because he started like being if, when we got the playoff final he went like a bit cheeky again he was posting yeah. like videos of Charlie White but like dancing on the bus and stuff yeah. but there was bottles of beer in shots so quickly got deleted so you know get Max but we all need a lift as well, you know, morale okay. generally throughout the throughout the country well, our, is, is well, at a low. Our League One 
like tenure has been like like lockdown really like at first it was like oh this is a this is a laugh like everyone's like enthusiastic <laughs> about it and that and now <laughs> fuck me <laughs> we're still like bored of this lot now <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely agree. Um, do we see any many signings in January though, lads? Uh, we, it's no. hard to predict, I know, but you know, with the new <laughs> structure that's coming in, we've got money. Do we do we reckon many many going to come through the door? Think, Matthew saying no. I think if we do, I think majority will be kind of like loans from the like Premier League academies. To be honest with you, <coughs> well, that's not necessarily a bad thing because we haven't tapped the loan market. No. And you look at other clubs who are doing pretty well at the minute, like Doncaster. They half of their teams uh, loans yeah. I think There's and obviously um, when you look at Sanderson he, he seems like a bit of a cut above the sort of permanent signings you might make at this level and if the alternative is like Danny Graham level journeyman <laughs> I mean ugh. well there's something one I prefer. Um, maybe to watch I don't know um, but Bristol City have recalled uh, a winger who was playing for Hull yes. who's doing quite well now I wonder if there could be a chance that we could get him given Johnson's links to Bristol City. Um, well, isn't isn't that the rumour? Yeah, that's because he's going to come here. Who is Twitter. it? I, I, I've got no idea what his name is, but uh, he, he scored for Hull last week, though, so he's been playing for them. Um, All right. Oh, well, I, I tell you what, it's done us a favour anyway, because yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. obviously he won't be playing on the weekend, will he? Yeah, so, so yeah. maybe we can, well, yeah, maybe exactly. Johnson's trying to use some of his contacts from Bristol City. Get, please, uh, please recall him so he can't play against us. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, if if that if that's all it turns out to be, then so be it. Yeah, fair play. That's what we want. A bit, of, but, a bit of shit housing like that. A bit, of, a bit of. Uh, if if you obviously, I don't really understand the finance side of things with all these like wage caps and stuff. I'm not I'll, really I'll tell you. I'll tell words. you about it after the pod, Craig. It's all right. <laughs> oh, thanks, thanks, mate. I appreciate it. Could you could you tell us now? Just, uh, uh, no, so it's you, uh, too long. Yeah, I've got, yeah, come it on, take me too long to you know to to go on all about all of that maths and that. No, but you need stepping to on Chris's toes as well, really, well, uh, which he it. wouldn't be very happy about. But the, like, the listeners want to know if it's possible for us to sign. You know, yeah, okay. players on fifty grand a week or not? No, I don't. No, so I, so so in in layman's terms, <laughs> not, to put, uh, not to put like too too fine a point on this. Um, the financial situation and the rules for League One are um, the the um, the I'm losing connection here. Oh, <laughs> are you going through? He's gone. Well, <laughs> uh, we'll just have to imagine that we we are um, hopefully going to have money to spend, but whether we can spend it or not might depend on whether we can. You know what, right? What if he just sacked Graham? <laughs> pay him up, pay his contract up. He's only got just six sack. months left. Yeah, yeah. just pay him Why up. Not? And not Graham, all right, he's contract. Give him the redundo. If they, if that's part of it, they could let. I mean, effectively let Dobson go for next to nothing. If money's going to become no object, and I have no idea whether that is the case, by the way. But just say if I was about to tell you, and then the connection dropped. So uh, well, you've come back to internet. Yeah, come on. But all we all we got to do is bin some people off to get them off the wage bill, right? I think yeah. I think pay them up. Can you do that? You to sack whoever you want. Um, I hope so. And yeah, you can sign as long as you can afford to pay them. You, you can sign who you want, and then I think you've just got to tell the <laughs> tell the AFL and this is who we're signing, and he's going to be on this much, and they just go, all right then. 
Well, it seems to be how their approach to uh, takeovers is just like, yeah. oh, yeah, you've got some money uh, in your account. Great. Well, yeah, just take over this uh, 100 plus year institution. <laughs> uh, no problem. You want to no buy problem. the club with the club's own money? Mm, that's interesting. That, yeah, yeah, go ahead. No problem, yeah. That's, a, that's, that's you, a new one. <laughs> we haven't seen that before, fair play. All oh, right, we like it. We're into it. We like your creativity. That's what we need more of in the EFL. Yeah. That's what we need more of. Exactly, exactly. Those salmon-coloured trousers as well, they're just phenomenal. Right, before we get into some liable territory, we're going to go for a quick break. Hopefully Matt's connection can sort itself out, and then we'll actually look ahead to the game against Hull. Hi, this is Kieran Brady, and you're listening to the Wise Men Say Podcast. Welcome back to the Wise Men Say Podcast. Before we look ahead to the game against Hull, we would just like to remind you to go to fromtheterraces.co.uk and use that discount code... Uh, WMS10, nearly said the wrong one there. <laughs> WMS10, you know, get all that Christmas money spent, get some jumpers since it's freezing now, um, get a nice coat. Uh, Mickey, you got some from the Terraces gear for Christmas, I believe, didn't you? Yeah, windbreak jackets, really, really good. But as I say, it's like, wait, well, I mean, tell lots, minus a thousand at the best of times, but it's like, <laughs> it's minus thousands of thousands at the minute. So definitely get over there, get yourself a windbreak jacket, and yeah, get yourself kitted out. Absolutely, absolutely agree. Um, Chris, big boss Chris from From the Terraces did say deliveries are taking a little bit longer at the moment, so don't fret if it does take a while for that lovely windbreaker to come through. He's just overwhelmed because it's just so popular mm. at the minute. And you know, there's a pandemic on as well at the minute. Cut him a bit of slack. But you can get 10% off using the discount code WMS10. 10% off the basket, as the basket, uh, Gareth yeah. always likes to say as well. Exactly, Greg, Love exactly. Love it. Um, Hull City on Saturday night, lads. I mean, I know we can't go to the game, but Saturday night, quarter eight, that's a vibe of a kickoff I'm time, isn't it? We're, we're all having this. It's great, this. So like, I'm really <laughs> looking forward to it. Like, I'm just going to get loads of cans. Yeah, Ruin my exactly. Saturday night plans, like, to be honest. You know, my whole weekend, actually, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, loads ruined. of... <laughs> loads of cans you don't mm. have to like because you don't have to go to the game as well you just stay nice and warm I love, Let's look at the I love positives. that well Rob you don't have to go to the game as if it was some kind of like you do have to be go fair, it, quite often um, you sat in the pub this time of year and it's warm and it's like yeah. 2 o'clock and you're like oh fuff I wish I didn't have to go to the match and, uh, but particularly, especially um, like particularly in like, recent years yeah like the, the, like for Chris Coleman Simon Grayson they were in like the early parking years yeah. dear god just <laughs> any time really I just don't like it when it's cold <laughs> I'm craving sitting in the cold at the stadium of light now, though. I'm, I want it. Like, you know what I mean? Just Not as like, much as I want to sit in the warm pub. <laughs> well, I want to do something that isn't just, you know, having a run. Like, yeah, so you're like getting sit, into, like, going to the big Sainsbury's just to feel something, Terran Tory here, like, Craig. Although you oh, can go to the big Sainsbury's just to feel something at the minute, I guess, actually. Oh, uh, you actually, you, you appreciate day, you, know? you, like, Great. appreciate there was, like, a queue outside the supermarket at the minute because it has that, like, vibe of going to the match, like, atmosphere building. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, loads of just men queuing. Great. <laughs> that is good. It was um, worrying when we, it's quiet, isn't it? You're like, what's going on? Why is, why is the car park not very full? Why, like, there's something yeah, not right here. Missed? Yeah. Yeah, it is creepy. Makes it feel even more 28 days later. Um, do we think it's a good idea to play this game on Saturday, boys? A lot of people, I've seen like mm. opinions divided because we looked so rusty against Northampton and maybe do you know do we need a bit more time to 
get back up to speed and playing uh, the team who's second in the league. So a side that's quite handy might not be ideal for us. But at the same time, we need to get that momentum back. We don't want to have the fixtures piling up. And, you know, it's <laughs> for us fans who are just going to be bored on our weekends, that's quite nice. But, you know, I would would we rather maybe have, have waited until we were a bit more back up to speed? Or do you reckon we just need to throw ourselves back in and get the games coming well, thick and fast, no matter who the opposition is? I am... Um... I think it all hinged on the kickoff time, whether I thought it was a good idea or not. Because if they just announced it as like a three o'clock, I'd have been like, well. But now it's quarter to eight. Honestly, it's the best thing that's probably going to happen till at least eight. Your face is lit up. I know. I'm, I know. Exciting. Like, <laughs> it's on Sky as well. Sky, I can watch it on Sky. Sky Q. Love Sky I can watch it. I'm going to put it on. I can record it as well. Record it in the telly in the bedroom, so I can watch it again after. <laughs> oh yeah! Now you've so it. excited. Honest, I can't wait. Like it's uh, called. It'd be nice Saturday to watch a game with like multiple <laughs> camera angles as well. <laughs> like, oh yeah, we'll have yeah, at least that's two. True. That's true. <laughs> when you the Andy thing is Hinch as well, like, there. Oh, oh yeah, Don Goodman maybe oh, as well. He might be. Oh, yeah. I hope so. Uh, I hope you so. Thought really, wouldn't you? But oh, it'll be Lee Hall, Hendry. Right? It might be Lee Hendry. Don't oh, like I don't he's want a dick in. Oh, well. <laughs> no <laughs> offence to Frankie and Danny, by the way. Like we love their yeah. commentary. You know, get them but... on Sky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get Frankie and Danny on. Absolutely, absolutely. But I, I mean, when you're talking about Holland, whether we should play them or not, right? Well, you have to play everyone twice and all the all those cliches. But when you actually look at the form. Yeah. They beat 10-man Charlton 2-0. Mm. Before that, lost against Portsmouth 2-0. Yeah. Lost against Blackpool 3-2. Lost against Shrewsbury 1-0. Beat Crew on penalties in the Peter Cup. <laughs> drew with Oxford. They're not really like... They're not exactly in tip-top form here at the minute. And let's not forget, we absolutely pumped Lincoln, uh, who were yeah. also... T- they're top and flying. Well, uh, as, some, we've already well. played Hull. Once and they were yeah, ghastly. They we weren't good. Like. <laughs> they fair. were very bad. Yeah, that was a very boring game. They've also lost six games this season as well. Ooh, like we've only yeah. lost, we've only lost three. Like our, our problems, obviously, being drawn games. Mm. But I, I guess that kind of goes to show as well. Sometimes it is better to you know turn some of those draws into win and like take the take the chin on, on a few more losses. I get that. They're obviously more clinical in that regard, but it shows that they're not like, you know, they're hardly this massively solid team, are they? No, not at all. So, they uh, just aren't, are they? I sound like a stuck record with this, but like I keep on saying, you can't fear anyone in this league. Like it's absolutely like, it's stuffed really. Like there isn't a good team in this league. And I know that doesn't say a lot about us, but like I've yet to see a team this season, apart from possibly Portsmouth, um, but we had our own frailties that day but I've not really seen a team and thought you know what they're really good they, they'll win the league this season they'll walk it I think this is probably the poorest standard there's been since we've come down to league one and that makes our position all the more kind of embarrassing in a way but like you said with tall link and apart the other week, if we'd um, had a full squad to pick from against Wimbledon, you know, we'd probably win that game. So, as I say, we've got to go into this game and actually we've had a week on the training ground to work on things and I think that's important with how Johnson wants us to play. It gives lads to get them, like, match fit a bit more. So, I think Saturday is a really big opportunity to make a statement and rather than look at the negative of, oh, well, we might lose the game, I'd rather think to myself, oh, well, we've got a chance here to go and get another statement result and then you kick on and get a bit more momentum and just get the place lifted again a bit. Well, another thing here, right, is George Honeyman played last week and he come off. 
and I have I can't see anything in the news about him being injured currently, but maybe he is. But when you look at some of the news stories in the whole Daily Mail, just like literally having a quick scan, and there's people basically suggesting that drop that dip in form has been it's coincided with him being injured. Yeah, um, he's been massively key for them. Well, he's apparently the he is a doubt as well for the game. Yeah, but he's he's made eight assists in seventeen games. He's creating. 2.29 chances per per 90 minutes, which is by far and away the most in the division. He's completed loads of passes. Um, he's he basically like a key, like a key man. I mean, I think we've missed him. We talk about that midfielder who can go between the lines. Absolutely. For yeah. his fault, he was the guy, and we haven't replaced it. So I think the key to the game, it's really easy to say it just based on a quick scan of some news stories and simply looking at the guy's assists. But he, I know he, didn't, he wasn't exactly massively impressive in that cup game at the beginning of the season, but he's obviously a key player. He's very good at League One level, and the whole thing could basically hinge on whether or not he plays. And that sounds mental. I doubt many people would have thought that. Yeah, and it, that's the thing. Like it, it, it's a, but it looks like, basically, you take Honeyman out and they aren't the same team. So... I guess yeah. you want to so, keep an eye on so, team news and, and that kind of stuff. I always liked Honeyman Hay for that reason. Oh, that same, he... sorry, Mick. Yeah, I just want to qualify it. I, I didn't want us to let him go. Oh, no. And I was kind of annoyed that we did, but sorry, continue. Yeah, I always liked Honeyman because even when he did go off a boil in terms of performances, like his stats are always good. And I always kind of really like that in the player. I think Gooch has always been like that to a certain extent, even if he's not been the best of form. When you look at his numbers, he's still like creating chances. He's still scoring your goal and he's still like getting assists. And I think that's really important if a player's not doing so well, but they still make um, good contributions in the right places. So I do think he's really one to watch if he does play on Saturday. And he'll certainly give me a lift if I save a team sheet at quarter seven on Saturday night and he's not in the team. Got well, cool got, hair now as well, George. Yeah, Freeman. he has. Got to give him that. It's a bit scruffy, like. But, yeah, um, but I think it adds to the vibe, kind of with the hair as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll give him it. He's, like, he's, he's got he's got a hole to find himself. He has. Like, he has. Yeah. He's found himself on Humberside. Well, uh, looking as well at the some of the other <laughs> statistics, uh, just to mention that they've got Tom Eves up front. Obviously, he played against Charlton as well. Um, this guy they've got called uh, Wilkes. Is it Wilkes? Mm-hmm. He scored quite a few goals for them. Um, Jonathan when Wilkes you look from Soccer the... Aid. Pardon? Jonathan Wilkes from Soccer Aid. Robbie Williams' friend. <laughs> it's him, yes. Maybe. It's him, yeah. He's... Yeah, well, I hate him even more now that he's going to score against us on Saturday. Love <laughs> Tom Eaves, though, to be fair. Big no, fan Eves of Tom Eaves. Yeah, They've got Gary Doherty in midfield there. I mean, he played centre-back and up front for Spurs. <laughs> didn't he? Now he's uh, <laughs> found his way into the uh, Hull City midfield. So. Wow, who would have thought? Is he not the fella from Rangers where you were linked with? Uh, I don't know. No, mate, that was oh, I haven't, do I haven't looked into it. That was Greg Doherty. I remember that, yeah. Was right. he right? Well, maybe he's one of them um, ones who can kind of cover across the pitch. Yeah, I do remember us being linked with him, actually. I think you're right, Mick. But when, you, when <laughs> you look through the team, there's not a lot... Of, and I know you, you can't base it on this because you look at some of the teams we've lost to who are crap and you don't know any any of the players. But I don't recognise that many names. Obviously, Honeyman, Eves, I, I must admit, I'm not that familiar with... I think their... Smallwood's half-decent. Yeah, he, he he's in the midfield as well, isn't he? Yeah. 
I think that, it's just the case for this division, isn't it? Like it never changes. It, it is teams full of just men. But I wonder if just... they'd held on to some better just men from the championship, but it looks like maybe. I think they ha- they've held on to a lot of players, but the problem was there were just men who weren't quite good enough for the championship. Right. So when they've dropped down sure. the level, they've kind of adapted quite well because they are essentially like top end League One players. True, but I yeah, thi- that would make sense actually. Yeah, I, I think um, our problem this season, like we've alluded to, it's not the fact that we've been particularly poor against the top end sides. I think we've actually been a bit better that season in that regard, with the exception of Portsmouth. Even if we weren't playing yeah. very well, we've got the wins over Ipswich and stuff like that. But as I say, it's a team's either bottom of the league, so I'm not too worried about Saturday. Like I think there's no reason at all why we can't win. What would be going for in in our starting eleven? Um, one one for me, if he's fully fit, would be Lyndon Gooch straight yeah. back in for Jack Diamond. Yeah. Um, that's not being like totally revisionist on Diamond. He was great against Lincoln, but he was absolutely anonymous against Northampton. Yeah. He is still quite inexperienced. You've got to protect him, and mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Gooch is one of our best players. If he's fully fit, he's got to be in the starting eleven, hasn't he? Yeah, I would agree with that. I think Gooch is also perfectly. I think Garrett said this before as well. Like he's perfectly suited to the way it looks like Johnson wants us to play. And I think you'd be if he's fully fit, you'd be daft not to play him. Looking again, just at the, who's making. He's our top assist maker with four, and he's had injury problems. Do you know what I mean? I, I think you look at. I think his preferred front three is going to ha- until such a time as we sign anyone. If we do. It's likely to be Gooch, McGeady and uh, White probably through the middle. Yeah. So if he's fit, he plays. I think as well, he'll actually, if, if Hull play the way Grant McCann's teams have played against us when he was manager of Doncaster, then it's going to massively benefit us as well because they're one of the teams that we always just look really comfortable against. They try and play a nice mm-hmm. pass in football, but they're very, very soft-centred. And you look at the way we ripped Lincoln apart, yeah, obviously Diamond was excellent in that game and I'm not taking away from that. But Gooch is an upgrade on him, basically. He's just a better version. And Diamond's someone who's going to get lots of playing time because we're going to be playing two games a week all the time. So in a big game against top of the table or second top, Gooch definitely in the table. Yeah. I think I agree that I probably would start McGeady over Maguire perhaps, but 100%. I, I think the one, um, you talked maybe earlier on, Craig, about maybe not having the defensive solidity with um, Denver Hume playing on the same side as McGeady in the fullback area, but one thing I think we missed on Saturday in particular was when McGeady got the ball, he never had mm. the option of the overlap because Sanderson yeah. just isn't that type of player. So when McGeady, was, when McGeady was getting the ball and he was kind of getting a little bit of space, his only option was to try <laughs> and put a ball into the box, which he couldn't because he was often like doubled up on so there was no space for him so mm. what that so what that meant was with um, not having the overlap and run that means no one was pulling their defenders to open up the space for McGeady to cut and shine the inside to have the shot or to slip the ball through for the likes of Denver Hume so I'm not saying I wouldn't start McGeady mm. but I'm just saying I think maybe it's without having Hume who has that um, attacking intent down that left hand side I do think maybe it's a little bit of a concern I would one thing to suggest then maybe say what other people think how about Gooch in the uh, Scowan role? Now, I'm not a fan of playing players, in inverted commas, out of position. But Scowan is the player who is asked to shuttle between the midfield alongside power as well. He'll do similar. But Scowan gets himself into all these goal-scoring opportunities and he's, he fluffs them. Gooch is a much better finisher. Yeah. Maybe he could play more. And it's, I mean, talk about showing some attacking intent. And then you could still play Diamond on the right or arguably you could... I suppose play Maguire there although I think he looks 
He just doesn't. Maguire look like... was Maguire was good against Lincoln. To be fair, he was. Like, he, he was. Did he... really well off the bench. Um, but yeah, Gooch Gooch played there against Charlton in the midfield, didn't he? And he was all right in that game. And we actually did look quite good in transitioning the ball yeah. forward. So I would I wouldn't be totally against that. It would just it would offer you a bit more goal threat, and it would open up the, the option to continue with Diamond if you wanted, or like you say, I mean, I think with Maguire. He might be a better option off the bench in general this season. That's just the mm. feeling I'm getting. He's he's been so poor generally when he started games that you're thinking it's another year. He might just be dipping past yeah. his peak. Yeah, you know, you know it's a, it's a, it's a good op- option to have in the squad still. Oh, we'll absolutely. probably have to call them at start now and again. But yeah, at the minute he wouldn't he wouldn't be in my starting eleven. Matt, you look like you're gearing up yeah, for something. No, no, I've got there. Oh no, no, I thought you were. I thought you were going to uh, want to wax lyrical about how you could get from. I was well. I Hull was, that, to the northeast. That was perhaps. one of the things that I was going to mention. Yeah, uh, uh, I was <laughs> wondering how the whole team would get to the Stadium of Light, and they could. One option they have is to fly from Humberside Airport. Um, Where does does it offer travel right, well, to? So well, it would be Newcastle Airport, of course. Yeah, well, no. So the, <laughs> you'd be surprised to know that the flights from Humberside Airport are quite limited. But there is, oh, wow, I really? found, the most depressing journey. Uh, if Michael Portillo starts to do aeroplane journeys, <laughs> and he could do this, which is it's a city hopper service from. Hull, well, Humberside, which actually Humberside Airport is in between Scunthorpe and Grimsby, by the way. Um, well, I guess hence the name, to be fair. Three miles from the nearest train station. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a there's a city hopper from Humberside Airport to Aberdeen via Teesside. Right. Oh, so you could get me on the plane. You could fly from Humberside to Teesside. The whole team could get off and they could get yeah. the Northern Rail... From mm-hmm. actually, mm-hmm. Teesside Airport's nowhere near, nowhere near a train station. Either. Yeah, you're on about train stations with yeah. Train, if you're going to dig out Airport Humberside was for that, the, I think the least used train station in the country a few years ago. The eight people used it. That's um, hilarious. So yeah, so they could do that, but then they'll have to get a taxi. It would be messy, really. So they're probably better off just staying on and going to Aberdeen and getting on the main line. Yeah, I would, I would recommend the walk. They just walk from Hull. Well, that might be better no, because Humberside Airport, Craig. Well, they can walk from Humberside Airport. <laughs> why? Why is Humberside Airport the new the new thing, Matt? Is there anything that prompted it? Anything that triggered it? Uh, not, not really. No. Um, <laughs> you know, Fair enough. If, things, if, if, if the whole place just, just, just one of them just, things, uh, just uh, yeah, yeah, just uh, relatable, airport man, in Humberside, really, isn't it? They'd get them if they did walk though from Humberside. They'd certainly be getting fitter every day as they got up here. So right, well, uh, it would take a, long way, so. a little bit too fit to be honest, Mick. I mean, the legs would be very tired. <laughs> well, it's um, been, maybe more efficient than jogging, you know what I mean. But um, well, on the subject of yeah. on the subject of bleak journeys, there was once um, I got the bus from like right at the Durham, and it goes via Peterlee bus station. And I was Ooh, sat at Peterlee right. bus station, and I saw a bus that was going to Middlesbrough. And I think, God, you're leaving Peterlee to go to Middlesbrough. Uh, like, don't knock the X10. That's what bus that'll be, Mick. Oh no, the X9. If it's at the bus it station, it's all right, really. It's not, was it? Town centre. Yeah, it's all right, Middlesbrough. I it's guess, good for I it was it good gets, for a gig, yeah, Middlesbrough. When when you could go there, because the town deal. hall, the Empire. When I said it's most like, depressing journey, I was just like specifying Teesside in that. Like Teesside Airport is just no man's land. It's just in the middle of nowhere. I've never been. I don't mind Middlesbrough. Honestly, good drink in Middlesbrough. I've, I've, some good pubs. Never had a drink in Middlesbrough. I thought the yeah, town centre really looks. I used to work. Okay, I used to work though. there, so like you know, 
No, well, we'll oh, go so and join Duncan. Why don't you go and fucking join only... Duncan Watmore then, eh? Well, if you love it that much. Oh, yeah. So this is what it is, is it? So we've got Stephen listening to Local Hero every <laughs> week, and we've got you listening <laughs> yeah. to Pig Bag. Sitting there, I bet you just sit there at night going, dead, dead, dead. It's good da, fun, you should da, try it. You, know, you think about it. Sometimes you go to Teesside Airport and buy Humberside from Abbey. You'll, you'll... Do you ever just get a Parmo like, for a laugh? For a laugh, yeah. Because, yeah. Best way is, does does, it, does, it, does this mean Char- Charlie Wyke's your favourite Sunderland player now uh, as well? Since he's no. Snoggy? Did you prefer no, Grant Ledbetter when Ledbetter, he was uh, he captain, at Middlesbrough he rather than Middlesbrough. at Sunderland? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Wow, what a what a revelation no. we've had. Matthew so, Keelan, Middlesbrough fan. <laughs> um, Red, Red, Red Brigade. <laughs> Red Brigade. Red Brigade. You'll start saying that. Our man. Our man, man. Hello, Middlesbrough. Loves Vindaloos and that, and uh, Palmos, and also um, he loves. What else do they like in Middlesbrough? Uh, Gareth Southgate. Well, well, Gareth, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't um, know. The Tees, you Mortimer, love the River Tees. Transporter Bridge. That's a good bridge, though. Uh, I do like See, look, you're getting too... Right, we need to talk about something. Else. Yeah, yeah, let's do some listener questions. We're talking too much about Middlesbrough. We're not even in the same division as enough. them. <laughs> <laughs> I am jealous um, of them having Neil Warnock, though. Yeah, I'll, see, I'll yeah. Warnock. Yeah, yeah. That love him. good that they've got Neil, like, so riding his bike around Yarman. Yeah, we're all Middlesbrough, aren't we? Up the borough. Can't believe it. We've moved on from Wigan to... Chelsea and Villa to Middlesbrough. <laughs> well, weird. What a decline <laughs> that you've got support. on there. Everyone's right. switched off Listen now anyway. Listen to questions. So Listen questions. We're doing these, then we're getting out of here. Ian Graham at Arbroath Mackham. Fish fingers or chicken nuggets? Uh, fish fingers for me, for Clive. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Oh, nah. Chicken nuggets every day. Yeah, fish finger sandwich. I was going to say I never have fish fingers, but a fish finger sandwich is delectable. I think that's the only time I would have them, to yeah. be fair. Are you agreeing? Oh, but nah, chicken nuggets, Just man. My opinion, especially when you're, you know, especially yeah. when you're hungover and you're getting a massive McDonald's in. Come on. What about these new katsu nuggets? Have you had them yet? Not had them yet. I've heard they're uh, disappointing, though. Oh, <laughs> have you? <laughs> There's yeah, a yeah. few. Sad yeah. now. <laughs> I don't know why I said. No, I've I've yeah, done team fish finger as well. I think the oh. It's three one. Purely, be, purely nah, because be Robbie, the only nice chicken nuggets are, like from McDonald's, like I would never get like a frozen bag of chicken nuggets from like Little or anywhere. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, that's not a bad yeah. point actually. Yeah, yeah. but I do though. like the Matty D's chicken nuggets. Like, nah, if, I can't. If you like, I, I... But if you like a veggie, like the veggie chicken nuggets you can get are actually really good. Like they home ones. Oh, I bought some on. of them actually yesterday. The decent, like nice. Most You're going to turn them into a palm or yeah, probably. Hope well, so. of course. They put them all together and put loads of cheese on. Yeah. <laughs> well, what yeah. you, what the saddest meal of all time. What, what, <laughs> I, what, I, what I found, Matthew, eating uh, veggie chicken nuggets is you realise just how processed normal chicken nuggets <laughs> yeah, are. Because there's not that much difference, to be honest. Unlike fish fingers, which are, of course. <laughs> pure cod fillet. Well, it is. You can tell by the way they're like... If the flakes. fish crumbles in your mouth, mm. yeah, exactly. Flakes is the word I'm looking for, sorry. Absolutely, agree. Yeah. Um, we've been asked by Matt Hartley at Maddie mm. Pink Slice. Right. On a scale of one to eight, how super is Lee Johnson? Oh, one to eight? One to eight. No, on one to ace. Ace. Oh, one to ace. I think what, he's what, what, super what? and ace. Yeah, I agree. Super and ace. Fantastic. Uh, uh, he... <laughs> What's the, yeah, he's fabulous. I think he's fab. Yeah, yeah. fabulous. Yeah, I'll he's take fab that. Mick, have you got any super he's a fab pun? <laughs> just ace. Just, just a simple, yeah. a simple ace, ace. cider. That's, that's 
Um, we've also been asked by friend of the pod, Andrew Ferguson. Uh, Matt, mm. do you know him? Nah. <laughs> Disagree with him. Never heard of him. Um, he's asked what's our favourite can, which I, that's too big a question, really, isn't it? Uh, Emery. I don't know if we can... Mm. Dr Pepper. Emery Pepper. <laughs> Emery, Mick, have you got anything <laughs> to offer? <laughs> I know. I, I, I can only think of a serious answer, so that would ruin the vibe. Oh, that, you're on the Thursday pod, Nicky. Come on, give us your serious answer. The can can't. It would just be oh, just just a humble cougar I've got here. I'm still premium oh, cougar. No. The favourite though, the favourite. Yeah, but, favorite. but yeah, because I can't think on the spot, man. <laughs> you can't oh, think of right. anything. And else I've got to admit, I've got no other than Amstel. Yeah. Because it's I've got a bottle in front of us. That's why. Well, that's a thing. bottle. <laughs> yeah, it's not a can. Oh, yeah, so right. I, do, I do understand Mickey's uh, dilemma because if I'd had to come up with something real, I couldn't. Uh, well, I mean, Dr. Pepper is a wonderful drink. I, I do like, I I do like, a, Cam- I like a Camden Hells. There you go, yeah, that's fine. Neck oil is good. Neck oil's a wonder, wonderful yeah, thing. Yeah, neck oil's probably the... It's, it's, your, it's your safety can, isn't yeah. it? It's your go-to can. You can never never go wrong with a with a neck oil. Yeah, it gives you really disagree. bad heads, though, doesn't it? Like, if it's it not if really that 15, strong. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, but even if... But the hangover's on just, like, four of them. Uh, really, really brutal, I think. Yeah, not noticed. Hmm. No, not noticed. Obviously, just, just harder just than you, to be honest, Craig. To be fair, me and Matt. I just, uh, you know, just got into like harder drugs. To be honest, more, more your heroin <laughs> than your meths. You know, like I drink, drink. I'm over it. Passe. You know, is, yeah, is your mustache now. part of that? Is that part of your transition to the drug scene? It's me. You've not really mentioned your mustache on the pod, actually. No. Right? I, I just, I'd been watching a lot of Matthew McConaughey films, and I'd watched Easy Rider multiple times. Uh, in the past few weeks and really admired Dennis Hopper's moustache and mine's nowhere near any of the moustaches that have been portrayed well, give it time, films. give it time. I know, well, the problem with my moustache is the longer it gets, it just goes straight and it gets really uh, minging. Like so Ned Flanders. I'm trying to maintain it, which is going to be <laughs> when I get... What was that? Like Ned Flanders. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> could, I could do a bit of a Ned, Ned hair, actually, a nice bouffant. This would be yeah, yeah. amazing if you did that. Are you going to keep the tash, though, Craig? For, well, for cause... a bit. I mean, at the minute, I go outside and it gets covered up with a mask, doesn't it? But when I'm yeah. out running, I, I might just start eyeballing people. Another person with a great moustache is Bronson. It, uh, <laughs> is te- Tom Hardy yes. is Charles Bronson. Yeah, yeah. Excellent in that. I've That's seen great. that film. That's one of the nine films. That it's I've good, seen. actually. I love Tom Hardy, like he's mint. Yeah, he is good. He anyway, is good. I well, I think we got onto this. it's not the film. I know, I think... revi- does anyone have a tash in any of the football hooligan films that we've watched? Uh... Oh, does Gary Oldman have one in the original one of the firm? Maybe. He might. He might. Yes. I think he might. Maybe your dad's got a mustache, hasn't he? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. My dad does that. as well. My dad's My not dad a football does. hooligan, like, but <laughs> no, but there no, you but go. No, I'm just getting tashed, man. I'm the oldest here. I'm like 35 next month, and like I'm just getting gearing up, you know, for me later years. <laughs> Getting the tash in place, ready. Oh, I can't grow one. I feel I left out just now. Like, just, just a you could shave one in Mickey, and I think you should in respect to your darling. Like. Yeah, do it go now, on, Mick. live. Yeah, shaving, shaving a tash. We'll we'll put a poll up. We'll put a poll yeah, on the Twitter we'll account. That, should yeah. Mick um, shave in a tash? Everyone will obviously vote for yes, but then you'll be <laughs> yeah, legally bound. 
to yeah. um, to grow an attachment. Um, let's have some Scott predictions, and then we <laughs> will get on out of here because he started talking about Tashes, so we've clearly gone. We said this might be a bit of a short pod, and we're on for an hour here, lads. Oh, so yeah. Fair play, fair play if you've Someone's kept listening. Asked, but I want, dear listener. There's another question though, because someone asked where we'd send the dads. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, right. Sorry. So I, I would send have, them both to Aberdeen from Humberside Airport via <laughs> TSA. <laughs> um, so with the dads, obviously, are Gareth, Stephen, Richard, um, Gary as well. Yeah, Don't Foster, Gary Foster. Foster. Yeah, yeah. Obviously he could fly the plane, to be fair. He could fly the plane, yeah. Might go, might go wrong, like, given his track record, but you never know. So, yeah, just send them all Who to New Gary? York together with Gary flying the plane, actually. Gary. Anyone else? Anyone else got anything to offer there? I've gone. Uh, I would no I'd bring Gareth back to Earth from his home on Mars <laughs> on a NASA. No, not NASA. You know, I'd Gary probably use one of Brandt. <laughs> <laughs> what on earth was that? Matthew's just losing it. He's gone. Um, like, it's, it's really hard to focus on Matthew because he sort of like disappears into his background of Jim Royal <laughs> and like sort of dissolves into like. Uh, another world. <laughs> so he seems very tickled right now. So you're sending. Wait, there. Where are you I'm actually bringing, sending them, though, Craig? I'm bringing him back to England from Mars. Oh, right. Fair enough. Gareth famously lives <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of absolute nowhere. Right. He really does. And um, so, I mean, the rest of them are just. Uh, I mean, they can go and visit with Gareth when he returns <laughs> to Sunderland. And we'll take him fair to his favourite pub because <clears throat> Gareth will bring with him. A super vaccine from Mars because the Martians will be yesterday. Oh, my God, what on earth? My God, Craig, what, what's happened <laughs> to you? I had a few beers last night, right? And I'm just like, oh, yeah. I can't have <laughs> right. anymore. Mingy, very quickly, where you, right. send, where you sending the Dars on holiday? Then we'll do some score predictions. <laughs> Mine's not a specific location, but mine is like just send them to like a major tournament wherever it's happening. Send them to a city where there's a major tournament going on because just a dynamic between like kind of Gareth wanting the admin every second of there and Stephen <laughs> just wanting to like kind of get rad plastic furniture. Like for the entirety of a trip, so yeah. it would be great, wouldn't it? That would be such a like odd couple on tour thing. Yeah. Like it would just be wonderful. And uh, at all times, Mark Knopfler is following them, playing local heroes. <laughs> yeah, Stephen's anthem, Stephen's favourite song. Uh, if anyone who listened to the last pod will know that. Um, right, Sutherland versus Hull, Saturday night, seven forty-five. Matthew uh, Keelan, what are we going for the score prediction? Four-three uh, uh, to, to Sutherland. Oh, I like it. 4-3, oh, wow. Any goal scorers uh, in there no, for us? No, I don't, I don't care. No, okay, okay. George <laughs> Honeyman, four goals, how about that? Well, that'll do. And and then all three of Hull's goals. Oh, yeah, yeah, naturally. Craig? Uh, we'll win 3-0, uh, I reckon, and they'll be uh, all scored by uh, Max Power. <laughs> Lovely. Lovely. All, Miggy Luff? Got a perfect hat-trick, actually. Header from a corner, and then a left foot and a right foot raker. Hey, speaking of shaving as well, oh. shaved his bonds as well. Mm. That's not really being talked to about very bone, much, is like, it? To the bone, yeah, to the bone. Not, not a fan. Not this, a is fan. Lockdown, this, this is what lockdown mm. does to you, man. He, he's had his long hair. He's got his skin hair. He needs to get a mustache next. That's his, his next thing. They look like Bronson see him with a ratchy yeah. little mustache. He would, yeah, he absolutely would. Mickey, have you got a score prediction for us? Yeah, three 0 Sunderland. I'm going to go with Craig. You see right. the influence. Um, I'm going to say. 
two one. I don't think we're keeping a clean sheet. To Hull. No. Yeah. Two one. <laughs> oh yeah, to Hull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting Rory's consolation on the second <laughs> No, I'm always positive with predictions. We're gonna win two one. Um, we're gonna come from behind as well. Oh, oh that. Yeah. Why Love not? Honeyman on uh, goal for the winner. Lovely. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um me and Matt will probably be back for a reaction pod on Saturday night, so that could be fun. Oh yeah. Um mm. internet connection. I think we should we should have a kiosk reaction pod on Saturday. Me. I think just as many as possible because we'll be drunk. Well, I've so. got I've got admin that I need to work out first, which is very boring for on air for the reaction pod. Um, that's why I'm saying maybe for me, but we'll we'll Ooh, keep that discussion. You have to get Gareth round from Mars to uh, fix uh, whatever your problem is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like you can bring some of that suit of vaccine like as well. Um, but definitely, Gareth and Stephen will be back on Monday, and then we'll be back on Thursday. We're getting back into the swing of pods now. Hopefully, anyway. Hopefully, yeah, games hopefully. will be remaining. Um, enjoy the game on Saturday night. Get loads of cans in. But as ever, thank you very much for listening. Oh, yeah.